And your heart is an open book. But this is not a Bond episode, Dominic Fitzgerald. <laughs> Why am I singing that? <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a that's a wild way to start it. Welcome everybody to one of our favorite bi yearly holidays. Welcome the to the winter, winter Nolstice. The winter Nolstice. <clears throat> Do you think is this here's the thing about this film is that I almost didn't want to do to create a new Dan Dan Critics to Dan Holiday around this because we'd then at some point, like part of me doesn't want to talk about this film because yeah. of how we're actually, no, fuck it. Look, everyone knows we're the two, the first two ever straight white boys mm. sitting on a pod on the internet talking mm. about the dark Knight. Like that's it. Yeah. This is groundbreaking shit right here. You yeah. better not miss it. <laughs> All the other straight white boys who love the, this movie can't afford mics. Spending too much money on fucking cigs and shit. Black beanies. That <laughs> beanies. It feels like somewhat of a white whale, doesn't it? Like, once we do this, like, every podcast avoids doing the oh, Dark Knight because every- it doesn't want to jump the shark. We had to, we went to such lengths to be able to do it. Do We, we went to such tenuous, tenuous strains. Mm. to be able to finally it's like we had to make this massive excuse you're like yeah sorry dear but (laughs) i think it came from i think i think it came from the fact that we really want to talk about batman begins in the summer and we really want to talk about dark knight rises this coming summer this is just this is just the vegetable portion of the of of the dinner you know it's not always ideal it's very good. It's very quality, but you know, sometimes it's in sometimes a it feels context. like a chore. In a certain context, for this, welcome to Dan Dan Critics Down. My name is Morgan Roberts. My name is Dominic Fitzgerald. And be prepared uh, for the most th- incongruous review, I think, of this film that you have ever heard. Because well, I let's, don't let's, think. Let's, yes, <laughs> let's bring it back to to why we why we did this because we. I forget what podcast we may have discussed and panicked over, but you know when we create holidays <laughs> that are very small and minimum, it tends to be on us to remember to do these holidays. <laughs> we have two. We have the Nolstice every six months, and we have Christmas in February. Christmas in February quite easy to remember, given it's it's got a month and it's an eight. But the Nolstice can can sneak up on you as it did. Last month That's when right. I freaked out and went, wait, 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 when's the when's the Nolstice? Oh fuck. Yeah. When are we did we miss it? Are we are we and it was like, no, oh, we've got good. a month ahead. We've got a month. Okay, great. No worries. Cut to Were you listening to yesterday. our episode? Were you listening to the episode? No, no, no. Here's what here's exactly what happened. <laughs> I rang Morgan. Today is Monday, the twenty first of June. The Nolstice itself. You'll be hearing this on the same day it is recorded. Yesterday. Sunday the twentieth. It's what five PM or something. It's the sun's just starting to get low. I'm sitting on the lounge playing Animal Crossing New Leaf for the Nintendo 3DS, and I, I, I text Dom going, "Hey, hey, big guy, the sun's getting real low." <laughs> <laughs> he shoots from the three point line. Oh, it's on the rim. And then he disappears for two years to the edge yeah, of the and then galaxy. I went to be in a fucking... I went to go Gladiator fighting space fight. gladiators or whatever. No, I was sitting, sitting on the couch playing Animal Crossing. On 3DS, right? The, the old one. I booted it up. 
I check. I'm I'm doing the usual Animal Crossing fare. I catch some fish, dig up some fossils, but I go to check the town notice board because you know there's a all, all my Animal Crossing things know. A little bird sits on top of the notice board, and that lets you know that there's new notices. First notice is this is hi this everybody. Is As I'm sure you I- know. Tomorrow is the summer solstice. <laughs> All the old Animal Crossing games automatically put you in the northern hemisphere. Okay. Tomorrow is the summer solstice. The sun will be out the entire day in Bus Town. My 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 town's name is Bus Town. B U S S Town. It's a play on Bus Town. Very funny. And I go, okay, cool. The sol the solstice is tomorrow. <gasps> that means the solstice is t- the mo- what day is the solstice? I had a little panic. This is what got me into the panic that led to the phone call because I immediately Googled thinking, is there some like time zone shit? Is the Nolstice actually today or is it like two days from now? I Googled it. It's it's the 21st. Ring you and go, the Nolstice. You explain what you were doing right before that phone rang. I was sitting down to dinner at my parents' house. (laughs) Something so normal. What a, so like, damn, what's so completely, what, and I was just thinking, a, like, man, we're we're doing pretty good. We've got a bunch of eps out. We've like smashed an ep a week recently. We've done a double bond. We're like catching up. We're gonna get there. Why is he ringing uh, me? What? Why? Who? What is Dominic? Fit? Like a text would have, like in, in all other circumstances, a text would have sufficed. It but I'm really like, would. This must be important. Like something's gone. Something's happening. No, my psychopath brain kicked in. My big. My big panic brain went, I have the Nolstice. I have to ring him. <laughs> and I immediately regretted that the moment I heard, the moment you answered the phone, I heard just the, the normal people in the background and went, <laughs> oh, he's out somewhere and he's had to take he's this call. Out, surrounded by people who have no idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, and I'd love what? to know, what did you say to those people upon your return? Were you just like, Work phone call? Or I you just like, picked it up at the table. No, it's fine. No, no, it was. There was it's not like we were during dinner, so it was. Pre- I was going to say because it's so funny if you have fine. to come back and be like that fucking twenty four year old fucking <laughs> fucking twenty three year old goddamn film student. He's fucking playing no, video games again. Quite the opposite. Like I'm like, sorry guys, got to take this. Pretty pretty important. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Who's, who is it? It's my friend Dominic, my co-host on the podcast yeah. that twenty of our friends listen to. Yeah, <laughs> we had twenty of our friends. Huzzah! Look, it's not bad. T- We've bumped up from fifteen, and I always just justify this as I enjoy. I enjoy talking about movies. <laughs> I'd I, about I, I, I had a bump in like followers on Letterboxd and I was thinking, like, is this? Have they? Have, have these people found a podcast of all of a sudden? Are they? Are we? I mean, look, and, and we don't do this often because we're not those people. But, like, you know, if you want to help us out, share this podcast. Say, hey, mm. I actually think this is pretty okay yeah. and it's not shit. And two Aussie blokes doing it. They talk about films pod. that, you know, not every other podcast talks about. Except, except for this week. week. <laughs> except for today. Except for today. It's the one time. This week. But Everybody's talking being- about fucking... Gladiator and shit, nah. Oh, we flubber. We glafubber, gl- gl- glaflubla. Uh, here's the thing about this: is that I have an extremely fond memory of watching this 
this is one of the few films that I've said, hey, mum and dad, come over and let's watch this, like watch this film. Mm. And my mother, who won't listen to this podcast, so I can say basically almost whatever I like, uh, but, yeah. you know, bless her, she will fall asleep through most things. Yeah. And did not fall asleep during this film. So I feel mm. like we could almost end the podcast there and say, cool, perfect <laughs> film, 10 out of 10. My mum didn't fall asleep. Morgan's mum didn't fucking fall asleep. Is that your is that your is that your Honestly. bracket for a perfect film? Like the same way that we've discussed my rules. Your rule is if your mother will not fall asleep, you're doing something right. Actually, I think it is now. So thank you for being part of this the 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 uh the germination Inventing of that as new an film idea. discourse left and right, baby. <laughs> That's, That's why you come get. to us. Only 20 people know how beautiful the 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 level at which we describe and go into on this podcast. But if you know, you know. Oh, Mum, did mum fall asleep? Did it achieve everything? <laughs> Imagine if it passed yep. both tests, then it's got to be like oh, top five all time. We got to sit her down in front of Pacific Rim. <laughs> <laughs> we got to sit her down in front of Pacific Rim. <laughs> just so it I, works, I've just got to like jack her up on like, so just, yeah. yeah, mum, have some, have some crystal, <laughs> have some methamphetamine or something. <laughs> And like, just yeah. we got to other. We've got to. We've got to get the bingo. We've got to get. We've got to yeah. get a full house. Like we've got to do. You this. take her for a. You take her for a COVID <laughs> vaccine, but you accidentally put like Red Bull in the syringe. All right. Well, time to recover from this vaccine by watching a big <laughs> robot movie. <laughs> My mother on the other side, um, she can stay awake through multiple films, but her thing is she can forget everything about a film <sighs> that I know she's seen within a week. That's wild. It's in, it's yeah. insane. I know for a fact that every single well let's let's go quite recently every single like new marvel thing that comes out she's like, "Oh, I think I'd like to watch that." I haven't seen any of them before and I'm like <laughs> I, I've been in the theater with you watching <laughs> 20 or so movies. She doesn't go to see all of them. I don't go to see all of them, but she's got she's goddamn hit every Avengers movie even though she thinks, "Have I seen that one?" She does listen to this occasionally, so. Dom's forgetful mum. No, I'm jealous. I, I wish there were movies I could watch for the first time <laughs> over again. I that, That's funny. Who's that? Oh, who's that guy? Oh, that's that's Tony Stark, you know, yeah. person, pivotal person. No, no longer pivotal person in the franchise. We were specifically I'm, going through it with that, that lo- so, I guess, spoilers for that first episode of Loki. But when he's just sitting back watching the old movies <laughs> on the projector and she's like, have, I, me. have I seen that? And I'm like, yes, yes we have. I've seen all those. <laughs> uh, yeah, spoilers for the first. I've not seen the second. I've seen the first one. Neither. What do you think? I haven't seen the second episode. Uh, I, it's, it's fine. It's going to happen. I think it's going to be great. You're so... You're so I anti. Just, Welcome to Down Down Marvel. No, always look, my main problem with that first episode... <laughs> My main problem with that first episode was that like half of it was just watching a movie I'd seen before, which was like annoying. But the oh, new yeah. stuff I kind of liked. I liked the 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 I'm calling it the the cupboard drawer reveal. Thought that was very funny, very interesting. Mm. I don't know. I'll, I'll, I, I'm gonna watch the rest of them. We'll see. I'm just I'm just waiting for a Lightning McQueen. Wow. Yeah, for the <laughs> for the first Owen Wilson. Wow. Look. Wow. 
Actually, I saw this cool post. Speaking of cars, I saw this cool post uh, the other day on a Formula One fan, fan account that someone had done mm. uh, um, lightning and then chick and the blue guy, the Dynaco guy. They'd done yeah. deliveries on a Formula One car in with the yeah. branding and it's and everything's in the right spot. Oh, I thought that was great. Anyway, Beautiful. shout outs to all my what? Cars franchise fans. What is that blue Cars name? I forgot. Uh, the the, the the green guy is the dodgy, annoying guy That's called Chick, Chick Hicks. who cheats. Chick Hicks, and the blue guy is—I I remember he's the veteran. He's the guy. Yeah, he's the guy. Because I wanted to call him like, Doc we, Hudson, but that's like the—that's the old blue guy. That's. Welcome to this yeah, cars episode. <laughs> Welcome to the cars episode of Downtown Critics of Downtown Trick Psych. The, you thought this the, was the Nolsters? Owen Wilsonsters. Yeah. The- <laughs> <laughs> Owen Wilson's entire filmography every six months. Wow. <laughs> All right, let's just bite. Let's just bite the sandwich. So, I'm trying to remember like what we, where we so left I off. F- I first saw this film. Uh, I first mm. saw this film when it came out at the drive-in, oh, and then I that. saw it for a second time in the theaters because I was like, "How how good is this? Let's yeah. go see it. This is clearly going to be a film that people will talk about." some point yeah regularly uh yeah quality i love that the driving yeah with like four mates and like a you know a case of vb in the <laughs> it's fine uh At a point. <laughs> no fuck off i have no time for that today. i slammed my mic ladies and gentlemen i'm sure you heard it much to much to morgan's chagrin Clam, I'm sorry, I didn't clam, mean to interrupt. Clam, VBs clang. based. VBs in the back, yeah, just checking it out. And it was just one of those things because you just, you know, you're sitting there at the in the boot of a car with a slab of beer, and anything would be good. I, feel I hate vibes. and I hate to derail this, and take us off the dark night again. <laughs> but but Cars Two is the no, best no, film no, I've no. ever seen. Speaking of cars and beer and cinema, <laughs> I saw Fast and Furious Nine. Oh, I saw Fast yeah, and Furious 9 this week. Tell me how it was. We snuck Coronas in. We snuck Coronas into the theater. <laughs> quality, quality. Into a backpack. No one even checked. No one even made a noise. No, no like, one yeah. does check. Which is why, okay, we we, we got we to rewind. <laughs> Free stream, rewind. Uh, a week ago, okay, five days ago, before the weekend, Dom's like, yeah. hey, you ever snuck beers into a cinema before i'm like bruh uh firstly probably yes but it's not it wasn't a big deal so i don't remember secondly you don't drink thirdly is this a bit (laughs) yes it was a bit in a way it's 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 the usual fast and furious the line between bit and not a bit is constantly so so diminished but Right. Yeah, it was like we got to sneak some Coronas in for the family, for the boys. We're either going to crack it just as the first action scene starts or the first time we see somebody on screen crack one. Right. But then within two minutes, I forgot all about them because I was that wrapped up in the film. Is it good? It's quality? I should go see. Uh, I mean, it's a Fast and Furious movie, so that automatically tells you. But as far as Fast and Furious movies go, this is is in my top three. I loved this one. I haven't seen all of them. Do I have to see all of them? Before I go see this, do you have no. to see every Marvel movie before you see a Marvel new no, one? No, no, then no. Um, but it's it's like that. 
I, I leaned to a friend halfway through when I like I was so uh, I, some small deep lore thing happened and I was like oh, I knew it and then I turned and I was like is that what the Marvel fans are like is that what they do I just want to know how many other things we can add on to the Dark Knight Rises episode because if we're doing the Dark Knight episode and instead we're talking about my mum's movie rating yeah uh, uh, <laughs> scale uh, cars mm. Fast and Furious and Marvel TV. Yeah. <laughs> no, the difference is we, I want to talk about the Dark Knight Rises. I don't get, yeah. I, I, so, me too. I feel, I feel like there's a lot more things to talk about in that film. Yeah. It's so clear that we just, we're lollygagging around the fact that we have to say, yeah, it's really good. It's so it's really good. It's really good. Okay. So do we want to jump in? Let's go. Because yeah, here's right. the thing that I, that reminded me why this film is so good is when mum, and dad watched it and didn't fall asleep. And here's the other thing. Shout outs to dad. Shout outs to dad. So your mum's your mum's thing, your your mum's mm. cinema trope. Filmed mm. in cinema trope. That's our okay. Oh my oh my god. That's gonna be that's that's our production company. <laughs> Cinemascope, cinema trope. Uh, cinema trope. Uh, my father's cinema trope is is starting a film with everyone else mm. in the room who is on the same page as him in terms of the the law of that universe and whatever the film, like the film has not given me any extra information and like a minute. Yeah. It's like, who's that asking questions yeah. about shit. It's like, brah, we're, all, yeah. we're everyone's on the same page here. The film has told us yeah. everything it wants us to know at this point, just sit down and shut the fuck up. So first of all, my mum didn't fall asleep. And second of all, dad asked no questions. Now, and he'd also watched yeah. Batman begins with me, but mum hadn't. And but it was like about a year beforehand on holidays, wow. maybe six months actually. Yeah, it's actually about you know what I think we watched it around the winter time, and we watched Batman Begins on holiday with Dad, so we watched it at the, <laughs> the summer and the winter. <laughs> anyway, the so Nolsters, both those things like didn't happen. It's a cycle, but both mm. those things didn't happen, and I was just sitting there going, it made me think extra critically about why that is, mm. and I go, well, okay, clearly this is good. I feel like the 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 core part of this film is that there is just enough put off the gas to lap p- p- between set pieces to yep. hold tension and before it ramps you up into the next major thing. Yeah. And it never fully lets off, but the rhythm of it allows you to to never feel like anything's going on too long. Except if you've yeah. maybe seen it four or five times and you get to that last sequence with Two-Face and the kids and the whole thing and you're just like, I just, I just, oh, this is hard and yeah, I just need this to end now. But, like, that's, you know, <laughs> that's just me. Yeah. It's it's fascinating because this is, this is the real reason for this holiday. It's like we do have to – the Nolstice is about looking at Christopher Nolan's work specifically. And I think The Dark Knight is is unequivocally his best work because it is such the perfect balance between all of his strengths as a director. It has nowhere near as much of his weaknesses as a director. It's just sort of the perfect balance. Like when we get to other Nolan films, we'll talk about how sometimes he can get lost in the source a little bit in, in, in writing concepts or maybe not putting enough work into deciding a look or a direction for the film. This one is just so level, so balanced, like set pieces from the very beginning is that bank robbery. 
in IMAX. Gorgeous. Mm. It's it's got just enough plot details sprinkled throughout. The action doesn't move. The music is keeping its pace with it. It's so hard not to be impressed by that opening sequence. And then you're right; it just perfectly rides that roller coaster for two and a half hours. I always forget it's two and a half hours. It goes by like that. Yeah, it doesn't feel. Yeah, as much as I did just say that at the very end. Sometimes only after watching it many times did I do yeah. I go. I, 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 I'm exhausted now, but yeah. only and even then, then to have that at the very end. Yeah. Like where he drives, like, that's it. He drives away into the night yep. to be the villain. The dark night. To be the dark night, to, to be the hero that, what's the, what's the line? The, the hero that, uh, the hero Gotham deserves, right now. Not, but not the one he needs right now. Yeah. Which is true. Right. It feels like the most big... I don't watch much Law & Order, but it feels like it feels like a crime show that is just so beefed up but doesn't have any of the, the, the weaknesses of, of those crime shows, I'd imagine. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, as far as, like, as far as a film, it's just so functional. Like, every, every, every scene is, is, is fulfilling the next one. It's just... <laughs> and this is why we we don't we hate this episode because we just have to end every sentence. It's great, it's great. Yeah, what one thing I dislike about this, and I think it's mm. maybe just because I haven't read as much of the comics, but I don't. I I do find it. I do find it a little frustrating when the employee goes to Lucius Fox and goes, "Hey, I think <laughs> Bruce Wayne's Batman," and yeah. then gets saved by him in the car crash when. Mm. You know the Joker's like, let's go. Yeah, <laughs> I love it's. I a, love. It's a wonderful conceit, but I, I it frustrates me because you know I feel in a real in a real in a more real world, and mm. while Nolan, while Nolan's shtick or one of Nolan's shticks mm. is that he grounds, he tries to ground these yeah. things in this gritty space. Like it's still yeah. a surreal, it's still mm. a fantasy world. It's still a world yeah. where, I mean, it's still Batman, right? And yeah. so for me, it, it it still feels that's the only part of the film that I think takes me out and makes me go, yeah. that's annoying. Like, but then I don't know how often does that happen in the comics, and I don't know what the I don't know what the background of that as a conceit is in yeah. Batman. So I don't well, that's know a great point. As- that's a great point for my main criticism from the last film is that. Nolan does such a good job in that first two acts of taking all these comic elements and just making them feel real and grounded like real movies. And then the fucking third act looks like it takes place in movie world. This is, this is, it's like, uh, that is so eliminated by this film. Like every single set piece looks great, looks real is so well grounded. Even like the comic booky stuff, like the villain who has half of his face burnt off. I get, we've discussed, we, I haven't seen any of the, the Burton Schumacher films, but I know that Tommy Lee Jones and like the, the animated version has like a weird, like face paint, like it's blue or it's purple. Goddamn Christopher Nolan has scarred flesh and like, loose like skin tissue on the side of Harvey Dent's face it's disgusting literally and literally empty fur empty flesh things yeah. that have gone that should not be gone yeah it's wild yikes 
It's yikes. That first reveal, I remember seeing that in the drive-in. Wild. Hmm. Oh, because they keep because they That's keep great. it. They like it's like it's like a solid five minutes between his face being burnt, and then when he finally reveals it in the hospital, it's a long time. What they call me down at the? What's that name they had for me down down at the precinct? <laughs> what was? I was listening to something the other day. Who was it? It was a great. I think it was on the Team Deacons podcast. Shout out mm-hmm. to shout out to plug, Daddy. Plug plug plug. Plug, 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 because they need it uh, from us boys. But the they were talking to someone. I think it was an editor. Ah, it was Lee. It was Lee Smith. Lee oh, Smith. Yes, the Nolan's editor, the editor for this. Nolan's editor and uh, Sam's Sam Mendes also has worked with many times. Um, mm. I think he edited 1917. Anyway, so I know I, I know he definitely edited Skyfall. Yeah, he definitely he he works with Nolan and all those all those yeah. cats, right? So so that's so that's this guy, and he's talking about he was talking about Dark Knight Rises, and there's this scene with um with Dick and Batman, but it's like it's Bruce, but he's he's in in he's in Batman mode, mm-hmm. and no one else is there, and Dick already knows that he's Bruce Wayne, and they did a take where. Batman didn't talk like this. Oh, you mean no one else is there because you didn't have to do the illusion. And then they they did it where he just talked to him as Bruce Wayne. And then they like played it back in the dailies and they're like, nah, shit, <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> we just got to, he's got to talk like Batman the whole time. It doesn't matter. So yeah, that just reminded me of that. That was, <laughs> that's it's cool. Where those grounding, like there are these parts of where hmm. something just doesn't work when you're grounding it. Even yeah. if you're trying to ground it in the thing, he still has to just do the voice, even though no one, everyone knows in that scene yeah. that he is Bruce Wayne. So anyway, that's that. Yeah, um, that's, that's, uh, that's, it's such a big selling point for the film. Do we? Even like today. I, I feel like I, I don't need to talk. I don't think we need to talk any more about the film itself. Um, everyone, everyone's probably fucking seen it. It's, it's quality make time to see it. I try and make time to see it every year. It's just, a, yeah. it's just a I think, ride. I think to finish up, like the one thing that really, that I continue to love about it throughout my tumultuous upbringing with the superhero genre is mm. that I know that my favorite superhero films have at their core are about the, the main superhero character influencing everybody around them like yeah being strong and fighting robots and gods and whatever is is cool but it's not like sustainable plot wise so what i really love about the ending of the dark knight is specifically the sequence when joker's got the two boats rigged with bombs but he gives each boat like the key to the other bomb that's like two-thirds through that's not the end it, they're fighting in the tower by that point. It's right before he catches him, because he does the because um, he's like, oh fuck, they didn't blow each other up. Spoilers, by the way, they didn't blow each other up. Oh, I'm just gonna blow them up myself. Hey, hey, Batman, do you want to know how I got these guys? He's like, nah, but I know how you got these. And then he like flicks the. That's towards the yeah, end. That's right. That is towards the end. You're right. You're right. Yeah, but um, so <laughs> the fact that like the whole sequence is about not about like Batman specifically beating them and then saving them 
it's about like that general energy of like we don't want to blow each other up, so we'll just it's we'll about just not do that. It's, it feels as much as The Dark Knight Rises should have been a film about Gotham. It feels like The Dark Knight is a much better film about Gotham. From absolutely for, for, because because of that reason because of that set piece that's yeah. probably my favorite set piece in the film like that's fantastic yeah. and it's so good because it's all about how the Joker is trying to manipulate Gotham to turn it on itself and destroy itself yeah. and it won't it refuses to do that and I don't think it yeah. needs Batman to even refuse to do that that's the best that's yeah you're right yeah. that's the key that's the key element of that and yeah. it's everything sits in a set piece of here everything has a bigger picture there's it's not just this one sole thing that we are projecting all our feelings onto as Batman and the Joker fight. Yeah. Can we Which, talk about how Heath Ledger ruined the, the, any other actor's chance of portraying the Joker as, as quality ever correct. again? Absolutely. And also, can we also talk about um, who's the guy that plays, you know, the guy who uh, the mob boss who gets Eric Roberts. done. Eric Roberts, yeah. have you seen that clip from when he's on Joe Rogan? I've, I don't watch or listen to Joe Rogan, of course, but I think is it? No, it's not Joe Rogan. It's not. Joe, it's some other podcast. Oh, okay. I was going to say <laughs> I, I would love. I would love to see Eric Roberts on Joe Rogan. No, they he's not talk on Joe Rogan. about some nonsense. Um, no, it's on some other. It's on some film podcast. But I just, you know, it mm. came up in my YouTube's, and he's talking yeah. about how everyone's talking about how. Joker killed Heath Ledger, you know, like the Joker's character. And he's like, yeah. dude, that was like 18 months before he died. Like he was filming the Imaginarium of um, Parnassus. Yeah. What is it? What's his name? He was filming. He was doing yeah. that Terry Gilliam film, which was fine. Yeah. I saw it in theaters. I've never seen it. Um, yeah, it's, it's a bit weird. Um, yeah. But yeah, look, that, anyway, and he was just talking about that. I was like, yeah, you know, there's this whole, that whole narrative of. Yeah. The Joker killed him. It's like no, no. The Joker killed him. No, that was years ago. It's it, it was like it was it was nearly two years before they yeah. filmed all that stuff was filmed years before. It may like have been a, a straw a on the camel's back, but it's not it's not the smoking gun. Yeah, can we stop talking about it anyway? Yeah. Um, so thank God this that. is a movie that doesn't show Batman's parents being murdered either. Fucking a. Oh, we've seen enough. Enough of that. Just, enough for Uncle Ben as well. We don't need that. Yeah. No, I need. I, I I used to complain we don't Do need want that. Uncle ben? But I I need an Uncle Ben now. I I uh, that was that is my big problem with um with the with the with the what call it with the Tom Holland oh, Spider-Man. It, nobody tells him to be responsible enough. What? Tony the Stark kind of did it once. Both films No, the whole first film is Tony Stark telling him how to be responsible. As we find yet more ways to not talk about the dark. Yeah, but Knight. the whole movie, but the whole movie isn't about being responsible. It's about stopping a guy from stealing a billionaire's stuff. Yeah, but that is not his job. Yeah. Anyway, it's, we should do a Spider-Man Homecoming episode. That'd be fascinating. Fireworks. Look, this is he, the thing I want to discuss is the legacy of this film. Like what? Yeah. Everyone talks about this film. Like th- this film has become a punchline. Yeah. And We've spent the last thirty minutes making fun of it. Kind of. <laughs> the, well, I mean, we have to say it's great, line. but we 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 clearly we we clearly have to say it's great with a caveat. How? When will we stop talking about this film? In the, I feel because I just feel like it's constantly it crosses it crosses a lot of it crosses a lot of um. 
not boundaries. It cross it just crosses a lot of straight. Yeah, yeah, it's quite a broad reach. Like how you jump on Facebook and someone's saying it's their favorite film, or say, okay, look, I'm yeah. look, I, I've never been on a dating app, right? But say you went on a dating app and you see it in their profile, what's their favorite film? The Dark Knight. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how. I don't flag. know how to take that. For me, it is a bit of a red flag because I just, it, it's, of course, everyone knows it's fucking great. Like, okay, cool. Like, yeah. it's kind of like saying, uh, hey, tell me about yourself. Well, I love coffee. And you're like, God's yeah. not a fucking personality. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I love to dog. travel. It's like dog. I love to, oh my bread. God. Like, okay, thanks. Yeah. You and a lot of other human beings. Yeah, the human yep, beings that cool. like to travel significantly outpopulate the human beings that don't like to travel. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Um, you know, so so I'm just aware of that as a trope. Um, you know, this podcast filmed in cinema trope. It, it, it's where yeah. where is where do we go? Like, how when do we stop talking about it? Which I feel. And not that it needs any favors from us, not that it needs any favors from anyone, <clears throat> but I just feel like at some point this film needs to be just given a bit of space so people can just go, you know what? It's, it's really good. And we, yeah, I, I would I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying, you know, yeah. free Britney, free, free this film. I'm not saying that. I'm just free saying I would, night. I'm interested as, yeah. as a, I'm interested in the phenomena of, of giving this film a bit of space and where it sits after it's been given a bit of space, culturally speaking. I agree. Cause it's always going to be a Batman film and it's always going to be attached to the lexicon of Batman. So it's always going to be a Nolan film who is, you know, in this, you know, in the past 20 years has been this auteur of, of, it's been an auteur and doing all these things and you making these films. So it's, it's like, it is such a question of like, yeah, who's, it's just attached to all these things that are going to propel it forever. But like the, the genuinely, and I'm not just saying this to be a snotty film fuckhead, but like, I think it's closest equivalent in terms of its stature to culture is the Godfather. Like when did we stop talking about the Godfather? When did it stop? When did the, when did the space happen on that? When did that become cement? This is, this is great. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what reminds me of people saying that Dark Side of the Moon is their favorite record. Yeah. And yeah, while it is a very good record, mm. th- where that phenomena dilutes the brand. Yeah. Because in the same thing that I think happens here, it just gets mm. thrown around as a punchline. So yeah. I'm, yeah, I think that's uh, all I'm doing. I think is the value of it, myself the now. value of it can be, can be sort of thrown around, diluted, as you said, like using your example of what album did you say? Dark side of the moon? Dark side of the moon. Yeah. Like motherfuckers. I see plenty of motherfuckers walking around with that t-shirt of like the prism. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I, I haven't, I haven't heard the album. I'm not a Pink Floyd fan. I don't. I could be wearing that shirt around and be like, I'm sure plenty of people that do wear that shirt around are like, dog, I haven't heard the album. It just looks cool. Like, I think Mm. that's the thing. A lot of people have Batman paraphernalia. They don't, they don't read the comics. They don't, nor do they have to, they can appreciate one aspect of it 
but it can be unfair that they don't it just depends on where you show your appreciation like mm. again as much as we've simultaneously praised and made fun of the dark knight it still deserves a lot of praise that we are able to give it uh, and even though we do make these jokes it shouldn't besmirch the dark knight as a film like it is still exceptionally quality no matter what we say or no matter how we make fun of its fans. Including us. Including us. We are... We are just fucking scum. Like, share, subscribe, share the podcast, email us with questions. Smash that bell button. Smash that MF bell button. Get notifications. (laughs) But seriously, uh, Hmm. you know, if you you want to talk to us, shoot us an email. Just be like, hey, if you enjoyed this app, let us know. Hey, hey, Morks, follow us on Twitter. Yeah. Everything's in the comments. In the, in the uh, comments. In the comments. It's in the notes, show notes, in the podcast. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter. Give us a tweet. Shoot us yeah. an email. Oh, like, hey. that's shit poster. You can, like, shit post in our tweets or our Facebook comments, and we'll shit post back. It's, it's great. It's good fun. It's a good vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy Until Winter Nolstice, everybody. Happy Winter Nolstice. We we'll will see, see you in the you. summer for the Dark Knight Rises. The and then, uh, rises. and then who then knows where from there? Who knows? A who year knows? from now, we'll be reviewing a, a Christopher Nolan film that isn't about Batman. I hope so. We I certainly <laughs> hope so. <laughs> I mean, something catastrophic has got to happen to derail this podcast. Mm-hmm. COVID twenty one has to fucking bust down on the planet to, to derail us. My name's Morgan Roberts. It's that or more people have a third kid. My name is Dominic Fitzgerald. 